remember talking to one of my girlfriends and she said, choose five non-negotiables, just five things in your wedding that you have to have and, you know, focus your energy on having those five things and then the rest doesn't matter, especially when it comes to budgets and being stressed, you know, those kinds of things, making sure that those five things do happen. This episode of the You and Me podcast is brought to you by the Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. This episode spotlights a gorgeous real bride and the process that she's undertaken to plan her dream wedding. I'm Laura from Wonderlust Creative, a bespoke wedding and event planning company that specializes in creating unique and personal events. And I am joined as always by Andy, owner of The Bridal Journey, a premium wedding blog and research platform, the best go-to for all your wedding inspiration. Today on the show, we have the ever-gorgeous Natalie Doherty, who married her now-husband Sam in the stunning Royal Botanic Gardens in Melbourne. Armed with a dream team of vendors, they danced the night away under the stars at Picturesque Gardens House. So here she is, let's dive on in. And good morning, Nat. Thank you so much for joining the You and Me podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Good morning. And um, you've been a favourite among the bridal journey Instagram when I put your photo. So I'm really looking forward to um, hearing all about your wedding today. I can't wait. It's crazy. I looked at the bridal journey so much when I was planning my wedding. You guys were probably my number one um, place for inspo. So I'm so excited. (laughs) Really looking forward to it. Um, So we might just start off with um, if you would like to tell us about yourself. Yeah, sure. So um, I met my partner in high school. Um, We are very much the high school sweethearts. We've been together for over 11 years now. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, a very long time, even though we're both still quite young. I'm 26 and he's um, nearly 27. So, yeah, our story is very, um, very textbook, I would say. We, um, we've grown up together, gone through a few life experiences together and, um, yeah. So you and your partner, Sam, um, are high school sweethearts. So you've known each other for a long time, which in turns kind of makes it really hard for him to be able to keep a little ring secret. (laughs) They've been being together for that long. How did he propose and did you know? I had no idea. Um, (laughs) It was very... That's hard. Very hard. Yeah. (laughs) And especially because I'm one of those people that you can't, especially he can't keep a secret from, from me. So I had no idea. He had the ring for, I think, three, four months. Um, and he organised a weekend away for us both. Um, it was – he plays AFL um, as a profession and he organised a weekend mid-season, which was very random. Um, so I had no, no suspicions, um, no idea – and he, um, yeah, planned a weekend away in the Yarra Valley in this little hidden um, retreat. And it was 
a very cute cottage and we just um, were sitting by the fire having a few red wines um, eating a cheese platter and he was just sitting there with his hands in his pocket and all of a sudden he just got very nervous and I got very nervous and um, <laughs> yeah we he just um, proposed I can't really remember the what he was saying or you know the finer details you get so caught up in the moment and he almost transferred all his nervous energy into me and then I was a nervous wreck for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and so you had no being in the middle of AFL seat. You had no idea. You hadn't been, you know, when you look back in hindsight and you feel like you can feel a pick up on cues. You had no no idea. Absolutely no idea. It sounds um really bad, but I was quite hungover that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I um hadn't really I wasn't really feeling myself, I would say. And the whole drive. I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention <laughs> to no. what he was doing. <laughs> exactly. So the whole drive, he kind of was just um, sitting there talking normally and I hadn't really looked at him. Like it just sounds quite strange. Mm. And then it was only until we sat down and started having a wine that I noticed that he was on edge. And then that's when I was like, okay, what is going on? This is so weird. Um, but prior to that, I had no idea. I thought, because we'd been together for about nine years at that stage, I thought, yep. oh, he's very cliche, like he's going to propose on our 10-year anniversary. Um, and no, he just did it randomly one one weekend in the middle of winter of all times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so your, um, your wedding day tell us how did you what did you envision for your wedding day is it something that you'd always thought of or you know was was the pressure on once he proposed and then you thought oh okay right well now it's now it's time to plan I really surprised myself I thought I would be very stressed and I'm I like finer details and I'm very organized um in my life normally and with the wedding, I kind of just let go a little bit. We had, um, we got a wedding planner um, to organize everything, which I think was such a blessing in disguise, like having someone to just kind of take control and just um, do everything for you was amazing. And it really helped with the whole planning process. And I just found it so enjoyable and it was yeah, it was stress-free, which I'm very, very surprised about, especially considering there's so much advice. I've spoken to so many friends that have gotten married and they all said like how stressed they were. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so with your wedding planner, like what did the process of that kind of, you know, look like? Like how did you work together with them? Yeah, so we had the Style Co., um, plan the wedding, style the wedding, pretty much every do everything for us, which was amazing. Um, Sam and I both wanted something very minimalist. We're not very traditional. And we just wanted, you know, just to enjoy the day, celebrate with our family and friends and just have a little bit of a party as well. Um, so we kind of left it up to the Style Co to suggest um, their their opinions and their things and all we said to them was we just want something very minimalist very excuse me very chic very 
yeah. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's that when when you look at your inspiration, I mean, being a planner myself, it's it's really rare for brides to actually put um, all the trust in you guys, but that's when you get your best result. That's when you put trust in your suppliers to be able to achieve your vision and also that allows you to just be able to spend time with your family and your friends and like you said before the last thing you want to do you only need to do this once right so the last thing you want to do is to be stressed trying to find all the last minute details and worry about everybody in the weeks leading up to your to your wedding day yeah absolutely and the style crew were amazing with that they you know, throughout the whole process, it was very collaborative. Um, they gave us a few options and we'd just choose the option that we'd like um, from aesthetics to suppliers um, to pretty much everything. And yeah. that was really helpful. I find that especially with Instagram, Pinterest, there's so much information. There's so many suppliers and I was very much give me three options and I'll choose from that option and then that's done because you can just keep going back and forth and overthinking things and it was just so helpful just once I'd lock something in that was it like I wouldn't go back and have a look or I'm an R or you know keep thinking about it I'd just say yes and then would move on um, which I think was really helpful and especially with managing stress um, with the planning process as well. Absolutely. And then yep. you had your um, venue in Melbourne. Was it in an enclosed estate um, at the Royal Botanic Gardens, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Um, one of our key things was an intimate wedding, um, but also we really wanted a marquee um, and something outside, which we were testing fate with, with being in Melbourne. Um, but we um, we got really lucky with the venue and it was a private garden in botanical gardens and yeah it was amazing and the day was perfect the weather was very very um yeah perfect perfect and so working with the style co for your wedding day you said that they you know they'd produced the amazing flowers table settings stationery did you guys go to them and say look these are our most important elements here's our budget or how did you how did you work together there was there any sneaky things that came back that you thought oh that's not what i was thinking it would cost or oh maybe we don't you know we don't need that yeah, absolutely. Um, our first step was definitely figuring out a budget. And then in the back of our mind, we always knew that it would go over budget. So just having a buffer and being prepared for that, I think really, um, really helped us as well. Um, but they were great with um, planning everything and making the budget all, um, you know, come together and we we were very lucky that um, we we had a budget that was realistic as well. I think that was really important was that yeah. they said to us, what do you want? Like, what are your key things that you need in a wedding or you want in a wedding? And, you know, this is what we realistically think it will be. I mean, it's so easy to just pull a number from nowhere and have no um, – you know, have no idea what things cost. But then once you start to plan and go through the process, 
your budget's already blown out of proportion because you don't realistically know how much, I don't know, a marquee costs or how much it costs to cater or things mm-hmm. like that. So they yeah. were really good in being like, guys, this isn't realistic or, you know, you can spend a bit more here or you can you can save money in this spot. Um, and that was a really good thing about having professionals do it. They do it for a living. So that was one of the main things that I wanted a wedding planner for was they know the lingo, they know how to do it, that they do it for a living. So why not leave it to up to the experts as well? So I suppose like with, you know, talking about this whole budget and then kind of um, bringing you back into line with certain things, was there anything that kind of shocked you that you saw, you know, the budget for something and, you know, it was like florals or the marquee hire that you kind of thought, oh, I didn't realise that would be so much? Not really, to be honest. I think that because when we got, when we started the process, they kind of gave us a range of how much everything costs. So you go from high end to you know, a bit of a more budget approach. So we kind of had a range of how much things do cost. Um, the closer it got to the day, the more we started to think about, oh, how good would it be to, you know, introduce like a round of cocktails at, you know, at 10 p.m. Mm. and things like that. So <laughs> I thought the closer it got to the day, the more we started being like, oh, this would be nice or this would be nice to have. Um, And then that's when we found that the budget started to just creep up slowly and slowly because the the more you go into the finer details, the more you think, oh, that's really nice. Like that would be really nice to have like the centerpiece, you know, you can add one or two things and then, um, yeah, before you know it, the budget's gone over. (laughs) Oh, you know it. And that's the one of the thing. And it's like you, I see all the time this meme like um, that's like I think it's a picture of Eddie Murphy and he's like got his hand in his chin and they're like you can never go over budget if you don't have a budget, right? <laughs> and it's one of those things that's just like if you if you don't know where you start, where to start and what things cost, it's, yeah, it's a really hard thing. So, you know, you guys did it the right way and made sure that you had the professionals telling you what was realistic from the the beginning um and I think that's you know the best way to go so tell us a little bit about your day so tell us about your wedding day set the scene where were you guys in the morning I got, together no we weren't together I got ready um at so I got ready um it was pretty much across the road from botanical gardens it it was with my bridesmaids and my mum I wanted to keep the party um, the bridal party quite small and the getting ready process quite small and intimate just so I didn't feel overwhelmed I find that when yeah. there's too many people in one room there's too many moving parts that you get overwhelmed and I wanted to be quite um, calm throughout the day um, yeah so we had a very chilled relaxed morning um, and just got ready with my girls my bridal party and then we um didn't have to travel very far it was a two-minute drive which um yeah which was great I didn't have to think about traffic didn't have to worry about um you know being late or anything like that so that was perfect um and Sam got ready at Crown so it was quite close to the Botanical Gardens which was great um 
and we had our ceremony at five and then we had an hour of um of pre-dinner drinks and where we did our photos and then we went into the marquee and did a 7 p.m dinner beautiful and was your reception sit down or was it cocktail it was sit down our theme um our dress code was black tie so we kind of wanted to yeah we wanted to keep it you know kind of all cohesive um so we had our ceremony outside um in one part of the um the garden and then we Mm -hmm. moved to the other side of the house where we had the marquee set up and yeah we had um long tables um in the middle of the marquee and then the dance floor and it kind of opened out to the gardens and a sitting area which um had beautiful velvet couches and um things like that and yeah we got very lucky with the weather it didn't rain wasn't windy so you know we could enjoy the whole space perfect melbourne day what month what month was it it was summer? january yeah january, january. so How? very lucky because most of the very time, lucky yeah most of the time it just rains in january or it's 40 degrees and yeah boys in suits don't really go well in heat um so we got very lucky it was a 28 degree sunny day and yeah it was perfect yeah it's funny my birthday's in January and I think I could count on my hand the times that it has been nice you would think in summer, you know, you think, oh, it's the peak of summer, it'll be beautiful, but you just never, you never know. And I suppose that's the thing with a marquee wedding as well, having the option to have it enclosed and inside to, you know, keep your guests dry is really important. Yeah, absolutely. My When I first started planning, I wanted, you know, open, um, no marquee, just like open and out um, on the gardens and mm-hmm. you just can't with the weather in Melbourne it I just thought that's just one stress I don't want to have to make a decision two days out so yeah very lucky and either side of the wedding um it was raining so <laughs> we it was meant to be wasn't it it was just it was meant, meant to be a perfect day for you guys yeah <laughs> and so your so your wedding day it was you know filled with an intimate guest list which is really really beautiful and that kind of allows you to have some more luxurious and premium details within your day, the lower the guest list you have. Um, but you had the most incredible wedding dress. Tell us a little bit about your your wedding dress, not your party dress because we can touch on that one too. <laughs> yes, I was very lucky to have two dresses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my wedding dress, I always wanted something modern and um minimalistic but still classic as well um you know I want to look back on my dress in 10-15 years and still love it um but I found the whole dress process very easy I must say I found it so enjoyable um I only went to two designers and I'd seen a lot on Instagram and Pinterest um, of elements that I loved of dresses, but there wasn't one yep. dress that I was like, 
that is exactly what I want. Um, yeah. I knew from the start that it would have to be at least a semi-custom to a custom dress for you. Yeah, absolutely. And just because I'm, um, I've, sorry, I have tried on a few red carpet dresses before. I've been very lucky in that sense. So I know my body shape and I know what worked and what didn't. Um, Mm. And it was just more about finding a designer that I got along with and really connected with. Um, Yeah especially with the custom process, it's so collaborative and you have to trust the designer so much because, you know, it's not until the last fitting that the dress really um, comes together. So I was very lucky working with One Day Bridal. Kaya was amazing. She is just an absolute superstar. She really, from the start to the finish, the whole process was so easy um and she gave she gives such good advice and she's honest but it's also you know she makes you feel comfortable and good and can tell what um aspects of the dress that you like or don't like just from you know how you're playing with the dress or how you're feeling um so yeah I found that whole process great and she really understood um, what I wanted and I think one day bridal do an amazing um, modern but still um, classic dress um, yeah that's beautiful. yeah you a different dress for your reception didn't you I did I left it very last minute I just didn't really think um, it would be hard to find a second dress I just I thought (laughs) I'd just find something um you know from David Jones or one of the Australian designers and it just got to about Christmas time four weeks out of the wedding and I just kind of had a realization that I didn't have a second dress and especially because my first dress had a two-meter train I just there was absolutely no way that I'd be able to dance or enjoy myself later in the night. So I knew that a second dress was, um, was definitely going to um, be an option and I just couldn't find anything. And I remember I had my second last fitting with Kaya and I was, I was just telling her how I couldn't find another dress. And she's just like, I'll make one for you. Don't worry about it. I'll make one for you. And I just, yeah, a month out, I was like, are you sure you can, are you sure you can still fit it in? Like, don't you close down over Christmas? And she's like, she was just saying that, no, that's fine. I'll do it. Like, let, what do you want? And then, yeah, it was, it was very special. And I'm very, very grateful that she helped me out. Um, But it was beautiful. The fabric was beaded and it was, yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. And we, we've interviewed Kaya for this podcast as well. We interviewed her a few weeks ago and she's just a wealth of knowledge. So it, it's just like to make the process with all your vendors, I think, you know, connecting with them on a level that you almost are like it's so intimate and so quick in the process. You're almost like, um, you know, you come out as friends at the end and, they get to know you so intimately so quickly that to be able to achieve, you know, two really be- really different but really perfect dresses for you was just magical. Yeah, absolutely. And it's your wedding dress and it's your wedding as well. It is an intimate event. So it's, 
like yeah. you want you want to be surrounded by really good suppliers and really good people and you want to walk away from you know the start of the planning process to the end of it feeling 100% and confident and happy in every aspect of the whole process as well because you know I've heard so many horror stories about people not having their dress or you know having to change so much to it or things like that and it kind of puts a damper on the whole wedding for a lot of people um yeah, so yeah. yeah and it's amazing how quickly the momentum and how quickly your feeling and your vibe can shift and change when you do have a bad experience yeah absolutely and I just yeah I, I just didn't one less stress for me I thought you know yeah Absolutely, honey. So talking about suppliers, let's get stuck into your little black book. So we've gone over um, your bridal dress and your party dress, which was both um, custom designed by Kaya from One Day Bridal. Who, what shoes did you wear? Did you have the same designer for the ceremony and reception? I changed. Um, I just had for ceremony um, a classic white pump. Um, especially with my dress, you couldn't really see, um, my feet, but I also Mm. didn't want, um, sandals poking out when you walk down the aisle. I just, that wasn't with my dress. It didn't really go. Um, and then I just changed into a smaller heel, um, white sandal for reception, which was perfect. Perfect. And your hair and makeup. I had um, Gabrielle Recuso do it. She gabs mm-hmm. on my hair for five plus years and yeah. I just wanted someone that knew my hair, knew my texture of my hair and, totally. yeah, she, she was amazing. Um, yeah. And she's such a calming person as well that when we were getting ready, it was, yeah, she was great to have her around. And so then my cool. mate. Yeah. And then my makeup, I had um, Isabella Quinn do it. And again, she's done my makeup so many times for so many events um, that, yeah, she was just perfect. I had a few trials with her just to try a few different looks because bridal is very different to, um, yeah. you know, red carpet events or anything else like that. So, yeah, she was great. She nailed nailed the look on the day. Nailed it. And then your planner also did your flowers. So the Style Co did your flowers and your invitations. Yes. Yep. They did pretty much everything else for us. Um, they did the flowers, the the invitations, they did the wedding cake and a few other things I can't remember now. And your bridesmaid dresses were hexy? Hexy, yes. Yeah. Uh, really popular we've interviewed a few brides that have used them for their bridesmaid dresses yeah they're perfect um classical kind of slip dress but with a twist um yeah and especially colors for bridesmaids dresses I wanted something that was a cream color but not cream (laughs) um you know something yeah something that um complemented the girls skin tones and you know it's really hard to find a slip dress that fits four different three different girls sorry um yeah and just the fabric and the cut 
of the hexi dresses they it just the girls looked amazing um and they all have similar but different body shapes so yeah they were all very happy with them okay and then the venue was a gardens house it's called at the royal botanic gardens and then your photographer was bianca virtue yes yeah um who did the catering the catering was the atlantic group they um actually own gardens house so they um that was all quite easy we didn't really have to well we couldn't um choose any other caterers so they did the whole um process from the catering to the actual venue coordination so that was great yeah and it's amazing the less suppliers that you have to deal with the more cohesive your wedding day will be and the less stress you need to you know you you fall under having to go to different places so it almost seems as if you're you know you you had your hair and makeup done by people you know and you trust your uh wedding planners the style co could you know have a handle over your creative aesthetic and then your venue was completely taken care of by the catering group so just allowed you guys to sit back and enjoy the party which is how a wedding should be (laughs) absolutely and that was such a big thing for us was having you know the least touch points um yeah yeah it just makes it so much easier and you know the style co and atlantic group would just coordinate with each other and then they'd just let us know if something's approved and yeah it was very easy and very stress-free which was amazing amazing and your your guys the boys they I always find for clients it's always a bit of a mission to find the boys suits so who is Sam and his bridal party in they were in politics um Sam had okay. worked with them before for um a few brown lows so they um they just reached out to him and yeah they were very lucky and they just helped him out from head to toe which was easy again and all the boys were very happy with their black tie suits you can never you everyone has to have a black suit yeah I know (laughs) and then um what you know what was your favorite part and details of your wedding my favorite part would have been um when we changed into when I changed into um my second dress um it was a really special moment between Sam and I we kind of just had five minutes to ourselves. um and I'd heard a lot of people say you know just step away from the party and just like take five minutes and just you know just be together and we decided to do it when I changed into my second dress and I kind of walked out of the house and he saw me and yeah it was just such a special moment between us and seeing his reaction and just how happy he was and we were and you know being around our friends and family all together it was just such a yeah very special no, it sounds like it even right down to the weather, it sounds like it really did go off without a hitch. Did you have any um, near misses or anything that kind of occurred in the planning process that um, you found challenging or did a strap on a dress break or was it all pretty smooth sailing for you guys? It was pretty smooth sailing. Um, there was no... There was nothing on the day that was um, that happened that 
you know, that the wedding planners didn't have under control. Um, even throughout the planning process, there was the, the um, style guy had everything, you know, organized and everything was pretty much um, taken care of. So, yeah, we were very lucky in that we didn't have to worry about anything. Um, yeah. Yep. Beautiful. And um, do you have any word of advice for future brides? Um, I feel like there's so much advice out there, but when (laughs) we started the process, I remember talking to one of my girlfriends and she said, choose five non-negotiables, just five things in your wedding that you have to have. Um, and you know, focus your energy on having those five things. And then the rest doesn't matter. Um, especially when it comes to budgets and being stressful stress and you know those kinds of things um making sure that those five things do happen yeah so that also if you you have your top five things and the the ones that mean the most to yourself and your partner and how you want your day to feel and then everything else can be as it is but yeah yeah Yeah, that makes that makes total sense for brides I think because you can like you mentioned earlier you can get so bogged down in and as amazing as Pinterest and Instagram is they give you you know almost too many options sometimes if you're a little bit indecisive or or you do want to include every element that you can so um, you know picking the five most important or the five things that you remember I know that like when I got married my husband's like I don't even remember what happened there I remember if I have bad food or if I remember if I have bad beer or bad wine so picking the most important things and the things that you remember could also take away that pressure of having to have everything too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Nat, well, thank you so much for joining us on the You and Me podcast. It's been so good to talk to you and I hope it was nice to relive that amazing day that you had. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. And thanks, Nat. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you. So don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining.